1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. (laughs) Starting out number three here in Indianapolis at the Scouting Combine. We're we're doing the the combo again. We had... Right. Chiefs coach Andy Reid, then Chiefs GM Brett Veach. Now we've had Jaguars coach Doug Peterson, and we've got Jaguars general manager Trent Baalke. Welcome back to the program. How are you?
3: Good, good. Tough group to follow, though, uh, those three. So here we go. You're all right. You're a little hoarse there. You all right? This has been my voice since I was old enough to hear it. So <laughs> it hasn't changed. is isn't going to change. And believe, a, it, uh, believe it or not, I never smoked a cigarette in my life. So.
4: Damn, that's,
0: a,
3: that's kind of amazing. You still run marathons? No, I gave that up. Gave that up.
1: Did you give it up, or did your body say you're giving it up? Because my body eventually said to me, you're giving it up.
3: I think my body said it's enough. But still runs, just don't participate in the the long runs anymore. Yeah. The
4: human body was not meant to run 26 miles. Uh, Never. I didn't even run a mile. I haven't run a mile (laughs) since eighth grade gym class. (laughs) That ain't happening. (laughs) Um, all right, so I, I, I mean, you're, we talked to Doug a little bit, like he, uh, Mike said here a few minutes ago. You know, when you did a great job accumulating talent off season, the draft was great. You know, when did you kind of look at your football team and go, "Oh wow!" Like you know, we got something here at least to, to play with in the future, and, and maybe we can be competitive this year.
3: Well, when we went into free agency a year ago and into the draft. When we got done with those two phases, Doug and I sat back and looked. We felt we had a pretty good football team. Yeah. You know, but it was getting them to believe they were a good football team and getting them to believe, believe and trust in in Doug and the staff and what the systems that we were implementing, you know, so that, that was a process.
1: It really was a night and day difference from 2021 to 2022, yeah. and you were the common thread between the two. Right. H- how much did you notice of the, just the change in the players, in everything? from one year to the next?
3: Well, again, you know, that was a two-year build, right? That was a 2021 free agent class, and 2000 uh, was 2021. So we had two free agent classes that went into that and two draft classes that went into that. And the plan all along was we felt we could get competitive year one, which was which Coach Myers' first year, and really felt we could win six to eight games in that first year. You know, and obviously that didn't happen. But the goal all along was to try to get very competitive, six to eight games year one, and then push for a playoff spot in year two. And felt really good about the two classes that we had drafted and the two classes, free agent classes, but really had a plan. And that plan started with, with Coach Peterson.
4: You're, you're, I'm, I'm always intrigued because Mike's heard me say it before, like, you, you know, your team with the 49ers, you had Adonis's everywhere. I went to the Hall of Fame game this year. It's the second time in the show I'm bringing it up. You got like you know Adonis. You're a size guy, right? I mean, how do you how do you you know what is your your blank canvas? How do you look for players and kind of build teams?
3: Well, you know, starting out when I started out in this profession, it was with Coach Parcells. Yeah. You know, and he always said he wanted to get to get to the stadium in buses, not not Volkswagen. Right. <laughs> right. That was his thing, that was one know. of his sayings, right. <laughs> so you know you wanna you wanna look like an NFL football team. Size matters, right. at least for us and how we envision things. Yep. And getting off the bus is important. And we're looking for length, like I think length over time has proven to be very successful right. in this league. Looking at the ability to hold up late season yeah. and go through a 17 game stretch right. this season, right. and then into the playoffs, you know, and, and it's a lot easier for big bodies to withstand that. Yeah. And then looking at the teams that you got to beat in the in, in the NFL, whether it's the NFC or the AFC, late in the you're going to have to play in cold weather. You're going to have to run the ball when people know you're going to run the football. And that's
4: where size matters again.
3: Yeah. So. Right. Just looking at the durability of the players, the functionality of them, and and when you want to be playing football and how you want to play it. Right. All that factors into how we build it.
4: Did he, did, you know, I mean, I you know, you're a Parcells guy. I have lived and grew up with a Parcells guy who gave me a quote every other day of my life, right? One <laughs> other quote along those lines, I want to know if he ever said it to you, is, you know, you know, big guys don't get smaller, but fast guys will get slower as the year goes on. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah.
3: And the one he always used to say is, you know, that's why they have weight classes in boxing and wrestling. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> you know, Big guys beat little guys. yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it was just one weight, the little guy would never win right, so, or right. really win. That's
1: you know, a good one. You were talking about your free agent classes, and it was nearly a year ago when the process got started and Christian Kirk signed that contract, four years, $72 million, and everybody was like, that's crazy, that's crazy, that's crazy. And then the receiver market yeah. went haywire, and there was a point like in April where we like, you know, that Christian Kirk deal. It's look like a bad pretty or, good deal right yeah. now when you consider where the market's gone. Did you have a sense what was going to happen with some of these other guys when you signed Kirk?
3: Well, I think we we you know people want to say it was because of that contract the the market went ballistic, but I don't believe that. No. I think the market was trending that way, you know. And it's you know the whole purpose of our free agency, as we talked about it with Coach Peterson, was making sure we had the right pieces around to help. Trevor develop right a a year earlier we didn't we just didn't have enough weapons we didn't have enough speed on the field we couldn't get guys open uh, at the the rate we needed to so going into that offseason between and then taking a look at the draft knowing that our where we were drafting and what would be available that our best option was free agency right to put the those pieces around Trevor. Bringing in young receivers is difficult, as we know. It takes them a while to develop. There's right. only a certain amount of guys that come in and play well at that position early on. So getting guys that know how to play, and the one thing we loved about Christian, he's a very smart football player. Not only does he have a good set of skills, he's extremely intelligent. He plays the game fast mentally, uh, which was a big bonus benefit to, to Trevor and then bringing uh, Zay Jones in as well and Evan Ingram in on top of it and ETN getting healthy again. It, the dynamic, the speed on the field was was. Oh, night and day between 2021 and 22. Yeah,
4: not even close. You're right, exactly. But more versatility across the roster. All right, so wait, what's the next step? What's, what's What are we looking at? I know you don't want to give us all your secrets, for for this year, what are you looking at for the Jaguars to kind of round out the roster and the team in general?
3: Well, more, more players with versatility, right? Yeah. Another, You know, you only got 53 guys, right? Everybody's got the same number of guys. So how do you improve the numbers? versatility right you know one-dimensional players tend to pigeonhole you a little bit so looking for guys that are versatile looking for guys that really fit our system but more importantly really fit the culture we're trying to build in Jacksonville yeah
4: yeah oh piggyback off of that just like your two first rounders last year you know I know they kind of fit your mold as far as length and size you know it was controversial Trayvon Walker Aiden Hutchinson I mean I don't think either one's wrong but kind of how you came to those determinations and kind of what you, you know, how you evaluated their first year?
3: Well, I think, again, you know, with Trayvon and, and, and Aiden, both very good football right, players. Right, we know that. Right, Both very different. Yeah. You know, and what we, the system that we use and the system defensively that, that we employ on first and second down and third down, Trayvon was just a, a, better, a better fit, fit for right. us. And what we're looking for, and obviously the physical, you know, stature of the player as well, Uh, But that doesn't take anything away from Aiden. He had a heck of a rookie year. And again, both good football players. But as we looked at it, Trayvon was just a better fit for us at the time.
1: Right. And speaking of fits, I've gotten the impression from afar that you and Coach Peterson have a good fit, that it works. And, you know, it's important for the coach and the GM to be on the same page. I think turning it around after the rough start, the loss in Denver is a testament to the fact that things didn't go dysfunctional things didn't crumble but shed some light on your relationship with coach peterson and how it's it's grown from last year at this time to where we are now
3: well i think like any relationship it's trust you know and the longer you work with somebody the the easier it is to know where that trust level is you know i have a lot of trust in him and i hope he has a lot of trust in me you know we continue to work at it we're very collaborative in what we do uh you know, we don't make any decisions off the spur of the, the moment. You know, we think through it, think about how we want to, this thing to look this year and as we go into the future. Uh, but there's a lot of commonalities between us. You know, he, where he grew up and what he loves to do with his spare time and what, where I grew up and what I love to do in my spare time, he, he spent a big part of his lifetime in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin as a Packer. Uh, I grew up not too far from there. He loves to hunt and fish. I love to hunt and fish. He loves to golf. I, I'm i okay to golf. I right? <laughs> can't. He be likes perfect. to golf against me because he kicks <laughs> you my You win some butt. money? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't care. I don't they gamble. don't do that. You're smart. Gamble, You're smart. What do you like to fish for? So. Walleyes. Walleyes and muskie.
4: Okay. You know, muskie have teeth, too. Yeah, muskie will edible. bite you back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: so... But, no, it's, it's, it's been a great relationship up to this point. I don't see anything changes. You know, there, there's a lot of respect. And that's what we try to get within the entire organization is that respect factor and that trust factor. And that's, that's earned over time. How, how about
4: over time, you know, the sport always evolving, right? For a guy like you, I'm interested in just like, all right, we just talked about that 49er team back in the 2010-11. Here we are 10 years later. Uh, how has the game evolved as far as your job's concerned or how you have to look at players? Is there anything that, you know, jumps out? I think the versatility thing's a big thing, like you've talked about. Uh, but is there anything else that we don't see as, you know, media or fans?
3: I think we're s- still trying to look at it the same way. Yeah. You know, I really am. You know, I, I, it's a big man's game, in our opinion, and, you know, that's how we approach. doesn't mean we're going to, you know, take every little guy, smaller guy off the board. Right. Uh, but trying to build a, a, a a big physical football team that can win those late season games. Cause you know, you look at the AFC right now, you gotta, you gotta go into some tough climates yeah, late in the year to win mm-hmm. football games. And that takes a tough minded football team to do that. And that's what we're trying to build. Right.
1: How do you balance trying to win while Trevor Lawrence is still on his rookie deal versus recognizing at some pack at some point he won't be. And the Chiefs just want it with Patrick Mahomes not on his rookie deal. I think sometimes we put too much emphasis on going all in while you've got a quarterback early in his career. But but how do you balance that reality that you're not going to have Trevor Lawrence at the rookie wage scale rate, maybe for only one more year?
3: Yeah, you know, again, I think we're not in in this for for one one season. We're not trying to throw everything toward one season or trying to do anything special while he's on his rookie deal. We're trying to build the best football team that we can that's sustainable. And the Chiefs have proven you can do it. And that's the standard right now and everybody's chasing that standard. And and Brett and and Coach Reed have done an outstanding job of putting that team together, letting some guys go that, you know, were tough decisions. Right. And tough decisions are a part of this business. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna look at it you know each year and try to build the best most competitive football team we can. Uh, again, uh, there's only so many resources, right? So you gotta, you, you gotta, you can't re-sign them all. So you gotta make prudent decisions right. as you go through this.
4: So uh, last thing, I know you gotta go, and you'd rather do other things than talk <laughs> to us, but um, you know, uh, damn, I totally blanked out on what I was gonna say there. I had something. Let's that talk I was about Evan say. Ingram. Oh, oh, that's a good great, one. Great deal, oh, on your I
1: contract, saying. but now
3: you can get back. To what, happens? what happens?
1: What uh, happens with Evan mm-hmm. Ingram? in your estimation?
3: Well, again, we're hoping that we don't have to use the tag. Uh, You know, will we? We could. Um, Do we want to? Not really. You know, I I think with every deal there's a win-win. You know, and Evan wants to be back. He stated that. uh, I don't want to speak for him, but he stated that publicly. Juwan wants to be back. He stated that publicly. And we want them both back. Uh, just like we want Andrew back and Duane and, and, and Arden, we realize, can we do it all? Probably not. We're going to do our best to do it all, and it, it's going to take some time. And we've got a window here before free agency opens, and our goal as an organization is to, is to close as many of these as we can before we get into free agency. If we can't, we're just going to have to play the game and see where it goes right
4: I remembered I'm a blonde from New Jersey he went to Texas so it's the trifecta okay you got to just <laughs> stay with me every now and then the you talk about uh the Chiefs I don't want to piggyback off of that uh, you've been around football for a long time like what, what um, we know the quarterbacks a man but what impresses you about their football team when you, you got the chance to see them twice this year what's the well, secret sauce that you look at for them they,
3: first of all they've got a lot of good football players yeah. You know, and they've got a culture built there that's very s- sustainable. Uh, coach Reed is an, an unbelievable head coach, and he's proven that over his entire career. Certainly a Hall of Famer as, as you move down the road. Yeah. Uh, well deserving of that. But, you know, I think just the balance that they have across the board, you know, they, they have physical fronts on both sides of the line right. of scrimmage, and I think that's where it starts. Yeah. You, know, you got to be able to run the ball. They can run the ball. You got to be able to stop the run. They can stop the run. Uh, you know, so they're they're a tough out. You know, and we had two good games against them. The second one a little tighter than the first one. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're not far away. No, you're not. But at the same time. You know, that year's over. We're starting a new year, and and uh, it's a lot different when you're the hunted rather than being the hunter. Yeah, that's
4: for sure.
1: It is amazing, and we talk about this all the time, where the Jaguars were in 2017 up 10 points in the fourth quarter of the AFC Championship and how quickly it went the wrong way, but it's going back the right way even faster than it, than it went down, and it just feels like you guys are riding that wave of momentum, and, and you're right. All you can do at this point is try to build on it.
3: Well, I think you know the the great thing about how the season ended with the two games at home, um, you know, prior to the the Chiefs game, but the the late season game Tennessee, to win the FC South in right. Tennessee, and then the the playoff game against the the Chargers. I think the Duval County, the community, you know, we got a real sense for what how electric that community can be, and how much they'll rally around this football team and this organization. All it takes is us to put a winner out there. And, uh, you know, that's our goal yeah. is, to, is to have build off of that that environment, that electricity that we had late in the year. And I hope the fans come out from week one and push us through the season rather than waiting till week 17 and 18. Yeah, right. Well,
1: based on how it ended last year, I think they'll be there from the get-go this year. He's Trent Bauchy, GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Thanks for some of, your time. Uh, some of your time. Excuse me. Great seeing you. When we return, Josh McDaniels, head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, right here on set. More PFT Live right after this.
2: Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait but marines will always be there they are the constant in the chaos no matter the battlefield marines adapt to win defeating every shifting threat protecting our nation's future the few the proud the marines
1: dogs are an important part of our lives that means protecting them from parasites ask your vet about NextGuard plus Afoxalaner, moxidectin, and pyrantal chewable tablets. Nexgard Plus Chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about
2: NextGuard Plus Chews. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?
0: Here we are in Indianapolis,
1: joining us now, head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. His team will be hosting a Super Bowl next year, and he aspires to have his team playing in it. Josh! How are you? Good. Welcome. Good. How are you? Good. Good to be with you. <laughs> yeah, you too. We're having a nice little visit before the cameras. It almost it, it's like we gotta start the interview wherever having oh, a Oh yeah, we're, we're having a, a good talk roll, here. We're roll two, the cameras normal and let's guys. just have our conversation. Oh yeah.
4: uh, well we we have a long history together, Josh and I, just between <laughs> I me and my, a my condolences, Josh. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> 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 between mm-hmm. between me being in Denver with him as a backup quarterback mm-hmm. or him. Yelling at me about my breakdown being wrong when I was quality In control. Right. I a few times right. where he's like, what the hell is I, this? I forced
0: him into broadcasting. Like, How <laughs> did you become
4: comfortable signing a guy without a spleen
1: to play quarterback? <laughs>
0: His father, his father and I had a long conversation about that, and then this guy did a great job the I came in, the in for the workout, He did right. a great job. He crushed it.
4: I came in for a workout just real quick before we dive into your yeah. life. It was the windiest day in the history right. of Denver. Do you right. remember that? Yeah,
0: and you threw the ball
4: well. I threw the ball well, and I think that it's – I wasn't totally 100%, but I was nervous as hell, and it was like 40-mile-per-hour winds. And did a good yeah, job. Yeah, it was good. Thanks. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for making me <laughs> feel good. Uh, go ahead. How is it when you look back at this
1: season in Las Vegas that mm-hmm, – you didn't have a single normal game. No. How I, much do you look forward to playing a normal game or two or three yeah. or four this year?
0: I, you know, I think I, I got to believe, Dave and I have talked a lot about this, the experiences we had this year have to be, there's got to be something we went through all that for. Right. You know, there's a, so many of those close games, so many things that we learned about ourselves, about our team, about our staff. Um, we've, we've gained a lot of information since the season ended. Um, and there's things we all can do better, you know. Mm -hmm. And so um, there was a lot of opportunity for us to do better than what we did, and and I think that's what we're focused on trying to do.
4: I I try to explain to people all the time about your offense Mm -hmm. and, of course, how different it is from a lot of other offenses in football, especially the language, right? Yeah. How do you approach that? Like, I even laughed with – You know Derek Carr a little bit at the Hall of Fame game last year because he was in the John Gruden offense with me, and then you get in your offense, you're like, "What the hell are we talking about?" Yeah. So how do you kind of put the training wheels on, and when do you know when it's time to take them off?
0: You know, the it's funny the last four years for me have been really uh, good in terms of coaching that position, right? Because I've gone from Tom in 19 to Cam in 2020, to Mac in 2021, to Derek in 22. Man, and so. You know, you you've had to handle veterans that were used to a different terminology that had played in the league for a while, right? And then you had a young guy that was basically a blank canvas that you got to just paint whatever you wanted to paint on him. And so um, there's a process, you know what I mean? And you gotta you kind of teach the foundation, go back over it again, go back over it a third time, and then by the time you get to training camp, you know, and you're halfway through training camp, hopefully it's starting to sink in. Yeah, right. You mentioned Tom Brady. Yeah. Do you believe he's done? Done? me personally i do um i think he's had such an incredible career i think he's at peace um with that and um whatever he would do uh, i remember last year people were asking me the same question i said i don't know you know so uh whatever he would do uh i I would be happy for him um but i think he's at peace now we
4: yeah it seems like that too i'm with you there as well i'd be shocked um last year we sat here and talked about you know your changes you were going to make, the things you learned from Denver to yep. now being the Raiders mm-hmm. head coach. And, of course, I was there with you in Denver, and there was a lot yep. going on that people don't know about. Yep. You know, But but how was it? How yep. What was the change? What Did you find anything else new about yourself and your approach in this year one with the Raiders? Yeah,
0: I mean, there's just so much more that I understand about the job. Right. And, you know, we have a lot of good people in a lot of areas of our organization that I lean on and trust. Um, there's a lot of delegation um, that, you know. I just, that's not my area of expertise, and so um, I try to do what I know uh, best, and then I have a lot of great people that do their job really well, and I just try to be a resource for them, and, um, you know, again, like I said, we're we're evaluated on our record, and so um, that wasn't good enough, but I think what we're trying to build, the culture in the building, uh, the accountability, um, the different people that we've added to the organization, you know, in year one, I think we're headed in the right direction. Yeah. Last year, when Derek Carr was signed to his contract extension,
1: and yep. some focused on the headline and the average and, oh, the long term. And I remember looking at it saying, this is the one year, and then they're going to make a decision after one year. And the decision ultimately was what it was. When did you know that it was best for everyone? When's the moment that yeah. you knew it was best for everyone to, to separate?
0: You know, Mike, guy, when we when we lost to Pittsburgh and we said, you know what, literally that that decision to play Jarrett was really in and of, in and of itself a separate decision because Jarrett was going to be a free agent too. We didn't even know what we had in the guy, right? And so you know he was he was going to be done with his fourth year, and so to play him the last two years when we were or last two games, when we were basically eliminated from the playoffs was you know that was kind of that decision and then we took time after the season and really went back through it and evaluated it and um you know and and it was hard you know it's not an easy choice to make but um it was a little bit after the season ended Dave and I spent some time watching it over and over again and um you know there was some tough decisions that had to be made and and that's what we did.
1: Do you feel like Tom Brady has ruined you when it comes to what you're looking for in a quarterback? Your <laughs> expectations that are You high. You've, you've coached <laughs> yeah. the goat yeah. and nobody else is ever going to live up to him. Yeah. Huh.
0: I mean, I I don't believe that like I you know, I was really happy with certain things that Cam Newton was able to do in 2020. And we didn't have a you know a, a group that fit him perfectly, but I thought Cam really grew, and I was right. really pleased with the way he started to play right. as the year went on. Same thing with Mac. Yeah. Um, I think I can recalibrate it. I really do. Um, I don't think anybody. I don't expect anybody to be him. Um, I want them to reach their potential and play their best at the position, and I know how hard it is to do that. Um, but I also think I have a good uh, understanding of, of of how to get the best out of that player.
4: Well, you're, you you do, and 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 that's where I want to go with you too. You're, you're sitting pretty in the draft right here for quarterback, maybe yep. free agency. We know there's some things out there as well. I know you have a very specific eye for what you look at in the quarterback. You know, Don't, don't yep. give away all the secrets here. Yeah. No. But, yeah, no boy, don't, I don't tell don't him, him. Well, well, I know. He I mean, He's him from out. New England. You know he's not going <laughs> to give all the well, secrets away. Well, you don't away. have to tell him not to. <laughs> well, I wanted to tell the viewers. But, like, if you could kind of <laughs> yeah. go through the Josh McDaniels checklist of QB yeah. a little bit for us. Leadership. Yeah.
0: Um, intelligence. Yeah. You know, you got to be able to learn and right. think. Right. Um, accuracy. Yeah. You know, our league is about getting the ball to playmakers. Uh, toughness. Um, you're going to deal with physical stuff. You're going to deal with some adversity mentally. Yeah, uh, we know you're going to get all the blame when we lose, right. and you're going to get all the credit when we win. And so, um, you know, those are those are some of the core things that I look for. Can he throw the ball well? Can he think? Can he learn? Uh, can he lead? Uh, and is he tough? And, and can he stay out there? And so, um, you know, you know, this is as hard a position as there is to play. Yeah, right. There's a lot more that goes into it than just those things, but. I'd say in terms of prerequisites those things are at the top right right the, let me ask you have you changed like your
4: 2022 2023 here where 10 years ago we were in and I know I was like you in New yes. England Denver, like the measurables of quarterbacks yeah. like certain size certain hand yep. size you, if it was below that you yeah. guys wouldn't look at them yeah. right
0: yeah
4: has that have you changed along that We've with, adapted you've for adapted sure. you yeah. have yeah. I don't
0: I don't think you can do that anymore right um, Honestly, it, it's it's in college football. It's changed. Yeah. So you know, by default, you have to change with it. You know, I think it's no different than when you look at the linebacker position. Right. You know, and, and linebackers are two hundred twenty-two pounds. Huge and guys. They can run four-six or four-five-five. Five right. And go sideline to sideline. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we've had to adapt yeah. to. Uh, quarterback play is one of them. Right.
1: We're gonna have a pop quiz. Yep. Oh, I'm well, I like this it. Question for you. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna give you a scenario,
1: and I'm curious, not. For a firm answer, I just want to know what factors you would consider in making this decision. Yeah. All right, it's fourth and three from your own thirty-two. Yep, you're down one point with ten thirty-three left in the game. What factors do you consider in deciding whether to go for it? Fourth and three, own thirty-two, down one with ten thirty-three to play.
0: Wow. Um, I, I think you know how the game has has progressed so far. Are we stopping them on defense? Is it a high-scoring game? Um, I think the fact that we would be down one, and then if we didn't make it, and they scored, we still might be only down one score, right? With a two-point conversion potentially to, yeah. uh, to to tie the game. Um, I think that would all go into my thought process there. If it was, you know, 13 to 10 at that point. You know, I think that might change my thinking. Less likely
1: if it's thirteen
0: ten. Less right. likely. More 20-10. likely if it's if like it's thirty seven thirty four or something like, like that. Then I'm probably going to go for yeah. it. You know, and say let's go ahead and do it. Let's, yeah. let's keep yeah. playing that game. That's right. Does right. it
1: matter? Does it matter if it's middle of
0: October or postseason? No, I, I think you do the right thing based on how the game is going. That's one of the things that you know the analytics part when you look at the charts. You know, some of those charts before the game. And they say this is it. This is it. Sometimes the things that are hard to factor in there is the, you know, the playing conditions, the wind, how the game is going. You know, when you're, there's no question about it. You have a, there's a human element of confidence that you have as a play caller, as a coach during the course of the game. You know, and there's certain games where you're really confident because your your team is displaying something out there that you go and. I I think we're good here. We can go for it. Right. Uh, And then there's other times where maybe we're struggling a little bit. And you've got to calibrate your confidence as the game goes on. That's real. It went well early, and now all of a sudden we're not stopping them. That's right. Yeah. That's real.
4: Yeah. That's All right. i got another pop quiz for you. Go ahead. Um, Third and ten, three seconds left. Handing the ball (laughs) up the middle to Ramondre Stevenson, playing your old team and with how many <laughs> Chris <laughs> Dude, were you like what the hell tell yeah. us like bring us yeah. into your mind for that it was the most unbelievable moment of the year
0: yeah that was um i, I you know at first i i thought we were preparing for the uh, hail mary right you know and we had actually we had matt collins in the game to to try to, he was our knock it down guy yeah. you know our biggest tallest guy that has good hands we were going to try to knock it down um and they lined up in, a, in an open-up formation. Yeah. So I thought, okay, here it comes. He's right. going to throw it, you know, as far as he can throw it. And then when the ball got handed to, to, to Mondre, I was I was a little bit shocked that that happened. Um, because, again, the question was always like, well, if you're going to do that, should you just take a knee? Just a kneel, Right. You know? Right. Uh, you know, and then, and then I've had the other, well, there could be a defensive penalty. It could improve the field position. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Face mask. So there's other things that could happen. Right, uh, that could have changed the outcome uh, of the game. But um, certainly, when the lateral happened, and then Kobe lateral it again, I, I I didn't I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, you know, in terms of like the intent, and uh, I'd think it sunk in a little bit later that it was probably just a mistake.
4: Man, you know? you're two and zero against Bill Belichick. <laughs> you got that play, and you broke out the wildcat on him. In that's Denver, very- which I've told the story many times, right? You've heard me tell that story. That was, that's still one of my favorite stories ever. He brings ever. the best out of you. Yeah, he does. There's no question. Josh was. A, uh, we, Josh is always, of course, focused. But when we played New England that year, the one thing I remember, he's like, "Listen." We're not going to outthink Bill. No. I, that always sticks in my head. We're not going to outthink no. him. So no. we've got to do everything the right way. let got to try to do the little yeah, things right.
1: Yeah, right. Let me ask you about another yeah. Josh, Josh, before yep. we let you go. Josh Jacobs. Yep. Yep. Got to make a decision in the next week or so on yep. franchise tag. I think he's bracing for it. We talked to him yep. at the Super Bowl. What's your current thought process on whether or not you want him long term yep. or you would want him just for another year, yep. two at the most under the
0: tag? We would, we would love for him to be a Raider moving forward. Yeah. Um, I know Dave and his representative have been in contact with one another. They're working through that process. If we can do something longer than that, that's the goal. You know, there's no question about it. He, he's, he's a, he's a great football player. He's still young, you know, everybody's he's like, well, he's played a lot. He has played a lot of football, but he's a young player, you know, he's still 24 years old. And, um, and so going forward here, um, in the next week, hopefully we can do that. Uh, I know that that's what our goal is. And, uh, Dave and his representative have been in contact and working through it. Yeah.
1: Was it a process to get him on board? You know, we look back to the Hall of Fame game he played in that. And yeah. I know, I know you had a reason for it, yeah. but was part of the reason? I, I just got to get him. I got to get him fully yeah. under the tent. He wasn't a captain yeah. until middle of the season. Was yeah. there an effort to get him on board? With it what wasn't. You were doing? A,
0: it wasn't a legitimate thing where we were punishing JJ at all. Right. It never was that. He missed most of the most of the entire offseason and then you know was kind of getting acclimated into right. training camp. And so I just – I wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah. Like, let him have a chance to get the ball handed to him and not go through the whole month of August. Not and getting tackled or hit or blocked yeah. somebody. Yeah, and never touched yeah. and, and, and then go into the first game. Right. So, um, you know, ball security is such an important part to our backs. I just wanted him to touch the ball a few times and go. And he was great with it. Right. He ran his butt off in the Hall of Fame yep. game.
4: You, you, your team right now – and I know you got to go here soon, but the, your team right now – you, you you're rebuilding, but you got some guys that are Devonte yep. and Darren Waller yep. and yep. Renfro, and Josh Jacobs if he's back. Where yep. you go, hey, they're there. Yep, they're kind of ready now. Yeah, how much does that affect the quarterback decision? You know, in the yep. top ten or, or I mean, we don't you have you a
0: quarterback under contract other right. than Chase right I now? Know. So that that room's going to change. Yeah. you know, and it's yeah. not going to be. I don't. I don't think it's just going to be one avenue. You know, we have to add some veteran presence right. there. It may be Stidham. Yeah. You know, it may be. You know. And then we have to look at the draft and see if we can add a good player, you know, a good young player or two. Right. You know, and so we're not going to turn away from anybody at that position. Um, It's definitely going to look different, you know, I'd say a couple months from now than it does right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we want the guy to play good. Whoever's playing quarterback, we want him to play well. We got some good pieces, as you just mentioned, around him, and and that's the goal. is try to improve our football team everywhere we can. Yeah.
1: You ever look at the rosters and the coaching staffs in your division and say, why did Wait, I pick holy this shit. division? It was a lot. It was a lot easier when we
0: were in New England
1: and the Bills, Jets, and the Dolphins didn't have anything.
0: You know, that's 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 a real thing. Um, you know, with Pat and um, Justin and Russ and the coaches that you know. Yeah, like Brandon how real and is Sean it? Yeah. and Andy? I think, but it's a great challenge. Like right. I, I thought, I, I look back at our our game against Kansas City early in the season, um, Monday Night Football, and it was. You know, our guys felt the. Like that's the team. Yeah. Like we're chasing. Right. We all are. And you guys came out and of the game. So gates it and was exciting for us to feel that. Right. Um and so look, our division's tough. I think every division is tough at the end of the day. And if you want to no. hold the trophy, no. if you want to <laughs> hold the trophy at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to beat the good teams. Right. Some
3: some
4: divisions are tougher than others, and you're in the toughest right. one. I think L- last okay.
0: one, last one,
4: because just you brought me there. Just like you've been around the goat forever. Yeah. Talk about baby goat in the division here. You know Mahomes. Just yeah. like what jumps out to him about uh, about him
0: studying him everything. Leadership, toughness. Yeah, um, plays his best at the biggest moments. Right. He really does. Right. It's um, amazing. He really everybody does. Everybody talks about, you know, his ability to, to run around and make loose plays and he makes some of those. Sure. We all know he does. Yeah. But that's his game. There's so much More substance to, it. to yeah. his game right. than that. Um, I'd say protections. Knowing when he has a problem and blitz pickup. Um, you know, finding the outlets, throwing short passes accurately so his guys can catch and run. run yeah. I mean, there's so much to this player. Right. Um, he's a special player. And uh, it's going to take a lot to beat him uh, a couple times a year, and uh, we're going to try to figure out how to do that differently. Have you
4: ever seen so. anybody like him? Like, I mean, like, you know, just the way he plays, That's a different player. Right? It's yeah, different, he's a different right? style. It really is. A
0: different style. And yeah. he's only going to get
1: better. He is. As he sees more, like Tom did. He is. The more he sees, the more reps, the it's more defenses. Yeah. yeah. hard to trick him. Yeah. yeah. Well, we tried to trick you a little bit today. No, you were great. (laughs) No, no, it was fun. It was great talking to you. And by the way, full disclosure, Nick Sirianni said after the Super Bowl, the scenario I gave you was the one Sirianni was facing down one in the fourth quarter, and he said 32 out of 32 coaches would have punted there, so we're going to do a little loose.
0: So I was Experiment. You
1: were the guinea pig. You were kind of the in the middle. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot I think that you goes into gone that. For it. There's a lot that goes into a lot. I think you would have gone for it. Maybe we'll find out in the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, <laughs> Super Bowl to. 58. Josh McDaniels, thanks for some of your time. We look thanks forward to lot. talking to you down Appreciate the road. We'll be back with more right after this.
5: So I I woke up like at 3. So then I YouTubed you and showing all this high school – from you. Great. And bro, your your technique was trash. Oh, clock, 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 clock. <laughs> you were fabulous yeah. notes, bro. Time out! He said the clock's good. Alright. Alright. Non-negotiable. Nice. Huh.
3: It's not bad. Okay,
5: you can hang out by me well. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out by you. That man. first guy tried to tackle you and you didn't let him tackle you. Yeah. That it. Georgia is definitely the best SEC school. So glad to have been here with you. Woo!
4: We're so glad
1: he's here, Mike McDaniel. Oh man, coach of the Miami Dolphins heading into year
4: number two. What's that uh, old man? Oh man, oh well, oh, um, what is that old man for? Yeah. I'll tell you what that old man for, sir. It is, it is layered. You're the best dressed coach. You came in here looking like Johnny Miami with great Great outfit. I just don't see any coaches like that. So I was going to go, oh, man, this guy, look at him, Miami, coaches money. That's I mean, what I was coming in. Can't hide like. money. <laughs> That's right. Not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> spend a lot of life poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's right. It's a very good answer. Yeah. Right. You got some money. <laughs> you might as well spend it. Yeah. yeah, I hear you.
5: Okay. Good way to start it. <laughs> still driving
1: the RS7 or have you upgraded already?
5: No, RS7 still. out how to lock it? Um, yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, still, I didn't even know that's,
1: that's, that it's got the that's right. finger thing. I got a hard time from some of my friends. Uh, look at you two, like, yeah. rich son of a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, car. if he's going to lean into it, I am too. I, I spent yeah. a, a lot of my
5: life poor too, baby. Yeah. You just didn't get caught on television not being able to work it like yeah, I did. Yeah, that's true. I just I admitted yeah. it to people. and They're like, don't you realize that there's a button there to press?
1: It's like, no, I didn't. You carry around. I hate the key fob. I hate not having a key. to put, This is old school. Yeah. I want to put a key in the ignition yeah. and turn i got out of that thing the other day and it's like is it off or is it not off <laughs> like what happens if i walk away and it's running like i just mm, i no, know there if there's an, a
5: key in the ignition i know it's on so i know it's off there is recourse to that right it's um buy a car that's made in the 90s i true, <laughs> true. i have not gone <laughs> not that true. direction oh true. here we go here we there go it
4: got
1: it. there it is there it is look at that man. It's that Woo, button right there. Alright, oh, got checked, just make sure. That's Damn, okay. I mean,
5: on the job. Oh, there's the Who's week the one? guy adopted his you? job enough to put that on like I didn't <laughs> want to be accountable for that. I wanted to be a lo- <laughs> of lore. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: uh, you. Do you do you even like when you get see clips like that or the one you were mic'd up in, do you even do you lose yourself in those moments? Do you know you're still mic'd up or you just go, I don't even care and just go? Um
5: I I mean when you're miked up um, to coach a national or NFL game and to call it, you can't really think about, like, you don't – I mean, that is about as candid as I can be. Yeah, um, right. Edited because I do say a lot of expletives. words yeah. Right, yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, honestly, that's just uh, me being me. Um, I think it's hilarious that people find it entertaining to some degree. Yeah. I'm um, sure some more than others, but um, – yeah, it's just uh, a, a little day in the life of um, probably all the things that my wife rolls her eyes about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> it, it really did feel like you
1: had five different seasons Holy last cow. year. Mm-hmm. You know, hot start, and then it cools off, and then you're at it again. And um, when, when you look back on that first
5: season, what's the big takeaway for you? Um, I, I'm very happy with uh, where we're able – to get our team through all the adversity. Um, I, I, I really like where we're at um, with our young nucleus moving forward. Um, I think that was unbelievably beneficial experience. Um, you know, you're, you, you're talking about what you're chasing all the time, mm. right? Um, but th- that gave it tangible legs. You know, to feel the atmosphere of a playoff game, it's different. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's an odd um, – way of work where you're working 6 months straight to get that opportunity, you're probably pretty tired whether you're a coach or a player, um but it's all worth it, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um that those uh you know, obviously you'd try to you'd prefer to have the path of least resistance to some degree. Um we did make it challenging on ourselves, um but at the same time I think it was an invaluable experience for our team moving De- forward. Definitely, I mean, great year in a lot of ways. It really was. And, I mean, yeah, you had to deal with
4: a lot. We're going to kind of unpack that. But all right, so for you yourself, like what was the the biggest, uh, you know, challenge or hurdle or thing you didn't expect, you know, becoming a head coach? Was there anything that just was like, oh, man, I didn't really realize I was going to have to deal with this all the time or anything that jumps out um, in that
3: manner?
5: You know, I've been uh, – To be honest, I was just so fortunate to, you know, work with Kyle Shannon for so long and have um, experience with so many different um, young coaches who, um, while I was friends with them, were peers, and then they became head coaches. Um, So that really gave me kind of a feel. Yeah. um, And to understand what the job truly was. Uh, I, I don't think. I don't think regardless until you're in the situation that you can truly grasp um the gravity. Yeah. Um across the board. Um and I I, I couldn't have prepared myself for the uh And what do you mean by that the gravity across the Just the nonstop constant,
4: it's mm-hmm. always something oh like what what do you mean by that? Like, well that's a
5: great question. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it, it's more I don't know the um, responsibility I felt yeah, towards, right. really, anybody that would cheer dolphins for all the people in the building. Um, first and foremost, really, the players, um, but then that extends itself to the the you know an organization that is so hungry that it, um, you know to return to um, their glory days and right. and being in charge of help helping facilitate a group of people, you know, it just encompasses your, um, your daily life. Uh, anytime your eyes are open, it's what you're thinking about and when your eyes are closed as well. So, um, it's all encompassing. Um, but what a tremendous responsibility. I feel so fortunate, um, that, uh, you know, being, being given the opportunity by our, by our owner and, um, general manager and. Um, Everybody a part of that process and, you know, take it super serious. And it's very important to me, a lifelong dream. So um, it's let's just say it's easy to be motivated. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. How have you changed in the last year? Um, I'm not sure if you guys noticed. I'm three inches taller. (laughs) (laughs) At least that's what people tell me. Uh. Um, Uh. I I try not to change uh, (sighs) only because yeah I think I think if I change I'm kind of allowing the the job to overcome that they hire you know people hired me to be me they didn't hire me to be a different version of me Um, and you know I'm not really good at acting as other people I'm better at myself haven't totally refined it yet um but i i it's hard for me to to forecast a situation where i would you know i'd hope people would would say hey there's the same guy um you know i've just i have more responsibility for sure but um you know i think i've at every walk of of my career I've tried to take the the same seriousness and you know honor to the position so um, I, I, I I hope if you're trying to insult me, no, no, you can be right like you no. can be like. I remember when we you were. Right. You're right. now you're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, no, and I, there's different ways that. you can change.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. you can change in a good way. You can change in a bad way. And mm-hmm. you just you seem like the same guy a year later, and and that's a good thing. Yeah,
4: we we think so. All right, so
1: you oh. didn't change. Yeah, we think so. Oh, we didn't change it at all.
5: That was a floating compliment. Yeah, it was a floating compliment. Wow. I think it was a real compliment. Dude, first time on set right. with Mr. Florio. Yeah, I know. Not nearly as bad as you described oh, it. Oh, I know, right? Right. He's just not way nearly. tougher. I got time. <laughs> I still got <have> time. <laughs> Get to uh-huh. know him a little bit. Are you bit. younger? <laughs> what, Am I younger than, younger than no, who? Younger than who? No, just <laughs> younger than the last time I'm I saw three? you. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm three inches younger than I was last
4: year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you, I'm just in a
5: vortex now. Hey, I don't even know oh, where we're at.
4: No, we're going to get back on topic here. Okay, um, easily, you too. I'll You're too smart sh- for me. I'm just dumb and want to ask you football questions. Okay, both of you are too smart. Let's for get me. serious. Let's get serious. I've been, no. I've been this. From- too, I, you had to deal with the, one of the craziest situations in the NFL this year. Just that in itself. What was that like? Where you all of a sudden like, where's Mike McDaniel has got to be Doctor Concussion here and talk to the world about the medical process that had to be annoying and all encompassing, like um. you were talking about.
5: Uh, the way I look at it, it was, you know, times of turmoil is when the organization needs you as a leader the most. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, whatever that is, you know, for for individual players, for the entire organization, for the football team, I I, I saw it at the in the moment as a, a time that I needed to rise to the occasion. That brings purpose to the position of head head coach. I think. Um, yeah ultimately it's it's not something that you feel like you're a hundred you can't really predict that yeah of course um but i mean the the biggest thing was you know i'm a human being that cares about people that you know that's why i got into the business Mm -hmm. um is I, i thought i could positively affect um you know people aspiring to make this their career so Um, you know, anytime things happen in that nature, it's, it's tough. It feels, I mean, you are heavily invested, um, and and you, you just want to do what's right. You try to navigate, uh, what that is as best you can. Um, and it, you know, I didn't, I didn't get into this. I didn't accept the job. I didn't get into the profession, um, under any guise that it was easy and, You know, I I think there's a certain amount of responsibility you have to take understanding that, hey, you know, um, it's a bottom-line business, and when certain things happen, somebody's got to pay pony up, and, you know, uh, I think you take the good with the bad and understand what that means just in general. Um, It's a tough position. It's not for everybody, um, which makes it that much more, uh, I I, I don't know, um, something that, you want to be a part of? Heard awesome. Yeah, I yeah, just want to. I, I really, really want to be good at it in yeah. the worst way. So okay, um. let's
1: spin it forward for twenty twenty three because we saw what happened to Tua last year with the two diagnosed concussions, both from his head hitting the ground. He said a few weeks ago he's putting judo into his routine to learn how to fall. From your perspective, what are you going to try to coach him to do? How are you going to try to help him avoid getting into these situations where he's striking his head and possibly emerging with a concussion?
5: No, so uh, the ground is is not his friend. So we're trying to uh, uh, avoid that opponent. That's what he's. That's been the um, the the correlating factor, really, um, from this past season. So uh, jujitsu. Um, I think he, he he threw judo out there, and but it's really jujitsu that he that he's that we've kind of um, focused. Off-season attention, and um, I think it's like anything else. um, If all contributing factors, if the people um, teaching them the the trade are all in, if they're doing their due diligence, and the person involved is doing their due diligence, you have something to work with. Um, From uh, you know, so far so good. I I probably couldn't have conceived a, a better plan that you know that they've really come up with and. Um, it's very concerted. Um, you it makes know.
4: them what? Think about how to roll on the ground? Like it, explain it, to, to it, the it, viewers a little. It's, it's like... Yeah. Um, Just how to absorb the ground, the blow, whatever.
5: It's, it's how to continue... Like, no one trains you yeah. for anything after your follow-through. Right. Right? Yeah. So it's training that. Right. Um, and how to... Go with it. Right. And then right. really dissipate force... Right. And um, you know, there's there's some strengthening in, in the neck and core that's involved in that, but sure. also just reps um, that you, when you really really think about it as a quarterback, you're not you're you're saving all those reps for the game on how I to know. fall. Right. So um, kind of really attacking that and seeing different creative ways that we can come up yeah. with incorporating that into um, even beyond the. Strict off-season, but into um, OTAs or training camp, so that you know your quarterbacks aren't just getting all of the experience, live action, getting tackled. There's right. got to be a, a better way, which is what we're we're really chasing right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you've got a decision to make coming up by May, early May, mm-hmm. fifth-year option, yep. or long-term contract, or let him play out his contract like the Giants did with Daniel Jones last year. W- where are you leaning right now?
5: Or I could participate in Dancing with the Stars.
3: You could do that,
1: too. That's, that's option, option four. That's option um, four. And, <coughs> and I hope you pick option four. But if option four is off the
5: table, which of the other three are we leaning to? Well, toward? do you? <laughs> um, no, I, I, think, I think that's something that, um, you know, that is incredibly important um, to the franchise and to the individual. And here's the bottom line. Both parties are really trying tooth and nail to make sure that um, two is around for a long time playing at a very high level so with that end in, in sight, you know there's a, a couple different ways that we can handle it um, both Chris and I have had um, extensive talks and we will continue to do so but the bottom line is, is that um, our, our ultimate decision will be what's best to promote that um, which is you know I think it's in its simplest form you know we, we've identified um, very high level quarterback play that yeah. we want to be in be a uh, part of right yeah because um, that's how I avoid dancing with the stars <laughs> yeah right We don't want you
4: that's not a good career move dancing no. with the stars it's not that means you're kind of towards the end of your career, I
5: think. You don't want to go there yet, all right? Oh, yeah, so, no, but... I, I, I'm not, I'm hoping not to ne- necessitate a career revival. Yeah, okay, good. That's right. Exactly right. right. Now. All right, so
4: part of this right now and what you're living in, do hit on this a little Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, we know how awesome he is, but I think I've heard people in the past talk about like when you see him in person and you get him in practice and you just go, oh my gosh, this is unreal. Talk about like him. How shocking it is seeing him every day. What he does for your offense, the threat of Tyreek Hill.
5: Well, like, you know, by all um, measures, this is a normal size human being-ish. Yeah, yeah he's pretty yoked up. Yeah, but, right. like, I mean, I think I am a fraction taller than him. Right. So, to I think thinking about that and then understanding that this dude competes at a different level than you've ever seen. Um. That that, the residual effect on all players involved in mm. any sort of competitive activity. So they see him working, and they get it's unbelievable. It. Right, right. Um, and I've been around elite workers. Yeah. Um. But you talk about the, you can see how he stands out from every other um, person. Roughly his size on the planet Because that his edge His competitiveness um, Really renders complete I mean he goes after it in practice And he challenges people And he um, uh, uh, That's what you need from your best players um, To maximize the talent that you have on your roster So And and when when I say that this dude can run Any route that exists And then some I mean we were able to Last off season, try some routes that like you were probably like I've never tried this before, but we, we'll do it. <laughs> and we didn't know how it timed up with the quarterback <laughs> right. or whatever. It was just like, and <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I think you guys saw some of that um, during the regular season for sure. Um, and, and there's that, that's what was really cool is to, to see a guy that had been, I mean, all six years of his career, I think he was in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, um, I think half of which um, at least two but at least around half or first te- or all pro selections those are hard things to do um, how does a guy how does a guy exist like that in the national football league you have to be talented but there has to be a drive something else right that doesn't is unmatched
1: we can listen to you all day they're telling me we got to go so i'm going to drive my car down to miami and we'll find a track and we'll go oh to damn i like it It's over? we got to go. It's over. It's done. Live TV show. But you're having me back, right? Not not today.
4: No. (laughs) Anytime you want, we'll hook up a Zoom and you can join us. Anytime you want. Uh, I have a feeling you're not going to call us and we're going to call you. Uh, I'm
5: not nearly as impressive on Zoom. (laughs) Zoom. We'll be (laughs) back with more PFT Live right after (laughs) this. Appreciate it. Thanks, man.
3: He's not our starter. He's coming in as a QB1. He'll get he'll get he'll get a great opportunity to be our starter. Um, but we do want to find a veteran uh, quarterback. You know, we have Taylor Heineke, that's a free agent, and we've got to work through that as well, and then we'll see what happens from there.
4: Slightly
1: different message from Ron Rivera than what we heard three weeks ago. We get the impression that it was him all Sam the Sam Howell is the guy. Right. Now he's QB1, but he's not the starter. I don't know what that means.
4: Well, I wish I would have picked up on that. I really do because it's cryptic coach talk. Yeah, he's QB1. Like, he'll start and take the first rep of OTAs, right? But that doesn't mean he's the head coach. Well, mean, he's still got to earn the job. He's, he's got to earn, the, earn job. the job. And I think that's probably where he's dialing it back. And I think he's probably realized what you're saying.
1: We don't have time to delve into it. We've got the yeah. story
4: of PFT, and there will be more. The
1: ESPN.com bombshell today from Don Van Atta Jr., a $55 million loan that's at the heart of a federal investigation of yeah. Daniel Snyder and the commanders. In a nutshell, Chris, it was a line of credit that was obtained allegedly without Board of Directors approval from the Washington commanders. That became an issue in an arbitration between Snyder and his former partners. It got allegedly brushed under the rug by the league, but that's now front and center Whoa. because it could be bank fraud. There could be other issues. Whoa. It could lead to real prosecution maybe ultimately of Dan Snyder and it's kind of the thing that possibly pushes this closer to a conclusion and a sale of
4: the team. Wow yeah I mean it it, I mean I think we're going that way it's a sale of a team but just geez I just I think of Ron Rivera and just go oh wow great now he's got to answer more questions about something that has nothing to do with him and try to you know calm that whole conversation down but yeah, it's just amazing. The commanders, these conversations continue to come up as soon as the season's over.
1: Yeah, and it just feels like there's always going to be something, and there have been conflicting reports on whether Jeff Bezos is prevented from bidding on the team. Is he prevented? Is he not prevented? Is it just a ruse to get yeah. him to offer more? more? right? I think at the end of the day, look, yeah. Bank of America, which is helping Snyder sell the team, they get a cut of the total, the total amount, well, yeah. and they want it to be as much as possible. I'm
4: sure. Everybody wants it to be as much as possible. We'll see. Well,
1: you get all three hours today, and we're not doing any more. We're done. We'll be back for another three hours tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for some of your time. Get your hands off, says
4: <laughs> Hi Vulcan depth. I got it in, Aunt Wendy. I got it in.
2: <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?